My friends, my name is Francis Wessel, and it is always a joy to welcome you to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. Last week, we started the series Traits of an Unforgettable Leader. There has been many unforgettable leaders in history. For example, people will never forget Saddam Hussein, Fidel Castro, or Hitler for the pain they inflicted on entire nations. But Winston Churchill, Abraham Lincoln, and Nelson Mandela will always be remembered for the positive changes they made to benefit their nations. I just read the autobiography of Nelson Mandela. If you like reading, I recommend this book. It is incredible how this excellent leader lived to see the beginning of his lifelong dream of seeing his nation, South Africa, free from apartheid or racial segregation before he died. What inspires me when I read about great leaders is that they were not perfect people. Most great leaders have many flaws, but they accomplish their purpose despite of those flaws. That tells me that God can use whatever we give him to do something great with, through, and for us. Last week, we started the series talking about the heart of a shepherd, one of the traits I believe every unforgettable leader must have. To lead people, we need to care for the people we lead. As we discussed last week, we are using the life of King David as an example of an unforgettable leader. David was a shepherd to his people. Today, I want to talk to you about another must-have trait to become an unforgettable leader, which is vision. Every leader must have vision. Leadership must provide direction. We cannot follow leaders who are going nowhere. Following implies that someone is going somewhere others also want to go. A vision is a plan to turn a dream into reality. Finding a cure for cancer is a dream. Curing a specific kind of cancer in 10 years is a vision. Therefore, for leaders, vision is the ability to concentrate on the most critical aspects of a plan to accomplish a dream or parts of that dream. Leaders are like ship captains with valuable cargo moving through treacherous waters. They need to explain clearly to their crew where they are going and convince them that the effort throughout the journey will be for a good cause. David's vision was peace for his country in the region. He explained that clearly to his people and was able to train a mighty army that fought with great enemies until finally they accomplished peace and great riches for Israel. The Bible talks much about vision. Proverbs 29.18, the King James Version, tells us, Where there's no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. The same verse in the NIV Version says, Where there's no revelation, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. This tells us that a leader without a vision will take people towards destruction. Regarding leadership, and especially regarding leadership vision, there is always a debate when it comes to the question of whether leadership traits can be taught or if they are inherited. Nature versus nurture. I believe that good leadership is taught, but outstanding or unforgettable leaders are born with specific qualities. I believe leadership is a calling. 
God chooses leaders and equips them for their purpose in life. The perfect example of that is King David's vision. David could see something done before it was started. He could imagine or visualize the future and therefore was able to lead his followers towards that future. Go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 17. Let's read verse 32, which says, David said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Let's jump to verse 37. It says, The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hands of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go and let the Lord be with you. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fasted on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. If we continue to read the same chapter, 1 Samuel 17, and if we jump to verse 45, we read, David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistines' army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and He will give all of you into our hands." Talking about vision, David was already seeing Goliath's head in his hands and the whole army defeated. Wow, before David got there, one man was intimidating Israel's army. Saul, their leader, the tallest man in Israel, was secluded and afraid. He needed to give his men direction and encouragement, but could not do that because he could not see his men defeating Goliath. Saul's most significant problem was that he never had a vision for Israel. He was basically forced into the throne and never saw Israel conquering their enemies. James Cousins and Barry Posner said, There's nothing more demoralizing than a leader who can't clearly articulate why we're doing what we're doing. Isn't that the truth? David, on the other hand, could see Israel's enemy defeated even before he fought him. However, what was better than that was the fact that David knew how he was going to defeat it and why. He understood that he alone could not kill the giant, but knew that for God it was easy to gain the victory. He knew that by conquering that giant, Israel was defeating one of their biggest enemies and that their victory that day over Goliath will inflict fear on all the rest of the enemies of Israel. He knew why he was doing what he was doing. An unforgettable leader is a man or a woman with vision. They are visionaries. What do visionaries have in common? I'm glad you ask, 
because I have a few qualities that I want to share with you. Number one, visionaries are persistent. They know it will be challenging to execute their vision, but they do not quit. My family, resting if we are tired is okay, but please never quit doing what God has asked you to do. If the devil is doing all he can to force you to quit, it's because he knows what's ahead of you. Victory is ahead of you. Keep track of why you are doing what you're doing. Keep your vision in front of you. Number two, visionaries are magnetic. They are passionate people. If you're not passionate about your vision, if you change your mind about what you are trying to do at the first obstacle you encounter, you, my friend, do not know where you're going. You do not have a vision. The Bible says that Jesus put the joy before him to stay on the cross. He saw us free from sin, which motivated him to endure what he endured. Get a vision of what you're trying to accomplish and keep it in front of you at all times. Number three, visionaries are open-minded. They can keep the big picture in mind and remain flexible in how to get there. I always tell people that God has one calling for us, but because he knows that sometimes we mess up, he has not one plan for us, but he has plans. There's more than one way to accomplish his will. Number four, visionaries are bold. David spoke to Goliath as if he was taller than the massive giant that was in front of him. As a visionary, you have to make the devil trying to stop you more afraid of you than of the higher ranked devil sending him to you. Be bold, my friend. And lastly, I believe that visionaries are well organized. Visionary leaders mobilize teams and followers to work towards their vision and need structure and organization to guide them. Strong organizational skills keep communication flowing and the work on track. Out of all the qualities I just listed, the imperative one is organization. Every visionary leader needs to nurture always their organizational skills. A messy leader goes nowhere. There are thousands of books and courses that can help us improve our organizational skills. Besides that, if you know people who are good at organizing everything they touch, hang out with them. We always learn and are influenced by the people we keep around. Vision, my friends, is a trait of an unforgettable leader. Let us do our best to be visionaries. What is God asking you to do? See it. Please write it down. Keep that vision before you. Be passionate about it. Ask God for the wisdom to implement a plan to accomplish it and write down that plan. Ask God to send you the people you need to accomplish your vision. Share your vision with them and please, no matter how hard it may be to accomplish it, do not quit. Be a visionary. Thank you so much for the time you spend each week with me. To learn more about the vision of Global Grace Ministries, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. I pray wisdom over you and your team.